Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Podcast. I am your host, James, and today we are doing something a little bit different. So, these last few bonus episodes are mostly going to consist of this new thing, Favorite Five. Now, to explain, uh, I'm going to go over each season individually and tell you what my favorite five episodes of the show are from that in in the air date order or at least the order i have it in for season three but we're not at season three we're at season one so like the reason why i'm doing this is because like you've heard like all my individual thoughts on each episode but i think this is just like a neat little thing where like Hey, these are, like, my favorites. Like, my pick of the litter. My, like, creme de la creme. So, you know, just to have, just to have like, a like a good thing to, like, point to and say, th- this is why this show is good. Like, just, just have that. Like, he- here are some, like, choice episodes... So, like, you know what I mean when I say I like this show, or I think it's good. And without further ado, uh, like I said, I am going in, like, air date order. So, this is, uh, I could probably come up with, like, a how much I like it, uh, order, but I think air date order is fine in and of itself. And I've already, like, you know, delayed this uh, stuff far too long, far too many times. So, just to, just to get it rolling, let's start with Neen Isn't Your Color. Now, this episode has always been, like, one of my favorites of the show. And, like, there's good reason as to why. Like, it... it it's very, like, deep and emotional on, like, certain things. Like, a lot of it is the fact that, like, Blythe is trying to deal with the fact that her dad is going on a date with another woman, or so she thinks. But there's also a little bit in there of, like, Penny trying to figure out how to tell Blythe she doesn't like the outfit she came up with for her. And this episode sticks out to me because, like, I mean, we have the, like, season opener, which is, like, very establishing. It's a good episode, but it didn't make my favorite five. But, like, it establishes everything, and it does that pretty well and then like every episode after that so far up up to this point had been like you know okay pretty good decent this is like the first one that just sticks out as being like really good and it 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 really like does a lot with like the characters and 
how they express themselves and, you know, turning their expectations on their head. Where, like, you know, it actually, like, gets in there a lot. And it it just, like, shines through as a good example of what, like, this show can do when it really tries. And this is the first time it, like, really tries, pro- like, outside the first episode. But, like, the first episode also has to, like, you know, establish everything. But th- this one, everything's already established. And then they can go ahead and, like, you know, play without what they will. It... it like, like the realistic, like, notion of, like, a single dad, you know, going on a date with someone, like, and that, like, scaring the child is one, like, people deal with constantly. And, like, like, Penny Ling's story, even though it's, it might not be as, you know, I, I don't want to say, like real because it is real it it's like it's a whole thing about like self identification and like how you want to be seen and like penny really feels like she wants to be seen as someone who who's like you know cute and adorable which she is but I don't know she does feel like because of the mistake that uh you know happened and her misunderstanding of it she feels like Blythe isn't seeing her for who she really is and that and then like she just like goes down into like a you know, spiral of, like, you know, madness and, like, trying to figure out, like, who is Penny Ling where, like, this would be a a good outfit for her. And, like, it, it gets to, like, some hard truths and Penny Ling actually does grow as a character where she's able to, like, voice her opinions better by the end of it this whole episode just like shows off what happens when you know the writing and production team can really spread their wings and you know it really works it pays off this is like one of my favorite episodes like of the season and even of the show it's it's great i love it So the next episode I have in my favorite five is Blythe's Crush. Now, this one almost didn't make the cut, but like there are there are a few things that like help push it over. For one, like you know, it it has this really like sweet moment, like with the like you know, when Blythe does find Josh at the end and you know it all comes together and 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 she gets a hug and then like they crowd surf and it's just adorable it's just adorable but this episode also is really good cuz it cuz it manages to balance 
three different stories. There's Blythe looking for Josh because uh, he lost his keys. And also, she likes him. There's uh, Sunil doubting his apparent real precognition. And then there's Vinny being sort of jealous of Esteban. And also figuring out that he's not all he's cracked up to be. And, like, you know, it really balances those three stories out. And, like, it doesn't feel out of place, like, at all when each story advances. Like, even though, like, two of the stories, like, are happening, like, at the same place roughly at the same time it does feel like its own story and it all comes together in the end fairly well. And I also like it cause it does like sort of give like, uh, um, Blaith like uh, a crush. I mean, I know that's the whole thing of the episode, but I think like, I think it makes sense. I don't know. I am, I am a like gushy romantic kind of person. So like, if you give me like a relationship, I'll take it. I am I am like easy to bait on this one. But like I, like I think it just like makes sense though cuz like at, at every point where like Blythe is looking for Josh, she discovers a little more about him. And it's really nice and really interesting. And, like, Sunil's plot is also really good, if a bit weird, because he actually has magic. Apparently, that never really gets brought up too much again, although I did explain that away eventually. And, like, even, like, Vinny being jealous of Esteban is a really good story in and of itself, too. And, like I said, it all comes together well at the end. And it's it's just a really nice episode. It's just... It, it's just good, okay? It's just a really good episode. And it does a lot in it, but it does it fairly well. So, yeah, that's why it's on here. And uh, we're going to be jumping a few episodes, and by a few, I mean a lot, to Helicopter Dad. Of course, this was going to be on my favorite five. Like, there's no way this wasn't. Like, mainly for, like, the Roger and Blythe uh, plot, but... I will let's let's first uh, break out the uh, Minka and Olive plot. Like, I think it's a fairly good plot, and they do it well enough where it's it's a neat little, you know, distraction and reminder that, like, you know, the pets are there too. And even the way it gets, like, roped into, like, the Roger and Blythe, like, plot at the end, like, it is nicely done. And... I mean, it also does kind of, you know, 
act a little more in depth on like Minka and her her methodology of like you know is Minka doing the right thing like if everyone is saying no like it it is like some neat little food for thought at the end you know like it works on olive but it is just it does make you think a little bit and i think it does make minka think a little bit too now as for the roger part oh boy like roger's not my favorite character for nothing like roger's larger than life dadness really shines through in like this episode and the fact that everyone seems to like it makes it better (laughs) like i don't know why people people like take to it as much as they do but they do and like i don't know he's just like a force of nature But it's also really, like, heartfelt because, like, Roger is, like, busy a lot and Blythe is alone a lot because of that and her mom not being there. And, you know, like, even though, like, Blythe gets irritated after a while, like, she does, like, come to the realization, like, she does love her dad. And, you know, it's just so nice and so heartfelt. And it's just, it's just a great episode about, like, you know, single parenthood, a healthy relationship that's, like, marred by the trials and tribulations of living and like doing what you like and you know stuff like that it's it's just so good it's just so good now the next episode is terriers and t i'm just kidding of course i'm just kidding it's frenemy Frenemies is a really interesting episode because, like, it's it's not a unique concept, but the way they do it, just, they do it so well and so interesting. Like, where, like, these two friends who are who are friends and have been established as such are like their differences are highlighted in this episode and and then like you know once the differences are there it it like just grows until someone puts a stop to it and i think it's a really like interesting look at this because like you know oftentimes we kind of see this with like guys but it's rare that we see this with 
girl characters. And I think the fact that it's done with girl characters and done well, might I add, like it it does highlight, you know, good female solidarity even in the face of adversity. And I think that's important to learn, you know, where like you don't have to like be similar to like each other. And I know that's, like, a lesson a lot of shows, you know, try and teach. But I think, like, this episode does it well because it proves that, like, I mean, you don't always get along with your friends. But they're still your friends at the end of the day. And then the Vinny, like, subplot is also really just... it. It's fun. Like, I will admit, a lot of these episodes seem to be like, oh, I like this section of it a little more than this section of it. And, like, I mean, it is true, but this the, the Vinny section is still, like, a fun little, uh, you know, story. It's It's really neat. And it's it's just overall pretty fun. Where, like, you know, he loses his tail and he thinks he can't dance, but he finds himself dancing better. But, I don't know. It, it And how it ends with, like, him growing his tail back. And, uh, you know, saying he can't dance. And then Penny encourages him to dance anyways because, like, she likes her friends to be who they are. And I think, like, that, like, plays into, like, the the A-plot where, like, whatever changes or challenges come your way, you're still you at the end of the day. And your friends will always like you. No matter what. And so I think that that's what makes this episode good and part of my favorite five. And then the last episode of my favorite five for season one is, of course, Summertime Blues. Really, I think it's just a good, you know, indicator of, like, everything... Blythe went through throughout the entirety of season one where like she feels ready to like take on like this like fashion school summer program thing and she she has that confidence where she never really had that before because of like the pets her friends her father encouraging her and she feels like she's ready to take on something that, like, she really wants to do, even if it means, like, spending time apart from, uh, you know, her friends and her family. And, and like, seeing everyone, like, reacting, like, 
really adversely to this also proves just how much Blythe means to them where like like we we see like what Blythe means to them and how they all come to terms with that is is so nice and you know it is hard and and they go through that and they explain that but they they come to the understanding of if it's what Blythe wants and she'll be back and the, like this isn't goodbye forever then we should just let her and it'll be fine and everything will be great and it's it's just so nice of an episode you know it's really it um it's really just nice and like the fact that like this is at the end of the season like really just like cements like this world and this show being like a little more than just like your typical kids show I think where it it goes into like some real stuff at times and this is one of those times and the fact that they can do it while still bringing the littlest pet shop charm to it is is a testament to just like what what these people can do so that is it for my favorite five of season one uh be sure to leave your comments and reviews on shout engine on apple Podcasts, on the google play store and wherever else rss feeds go when they like one part of it a little more than the other and be sure to tune in next time for more bonus episodes of the littlest pet cast i shall see you then